No, exactly. It's just a no, literally. See, I love that you have the, the screen on the side and not in front because I would just stare at myself. Oh. Oh. I get it. Yeah, that's why I'm not seated there or here because I would just be like. Mm-hmm. But little does everybody know before everyone comes in, I'm literally here just like. Or using my phone to like. Oh! So I could see how the T. fuck I look or what the hell's going on on this very on day. Also, this water's for you, babe. Oh. I wish we had straws in here. Thank you. No, it's probably fine. I like, I don't mind when the, like a bottle or something touches my lips. It's okay. a cup, it's different. A bottle's no. different because it's a smaller hole. So it'll get like the inside of the lip actually. Mm. And then it'll make it blend more to like a nude. Work, okay. See, for me, I'm just like naturally a straw girl anyways. One, because most times I'm glossed down. So I'm just like, all right, I don't wanna ruin this. And like, like what you said, like a cup. I hate drinking a cup, especially in public or a can. It's so like, like I have to take this thing back in the middle of the train. I just feel like I look goofy as hell in that sense. Oh, I feel that. But you know, just like my mom said, if you ever have to use the bathroom, if you gotta go, you gotta go. If you gotta drink, you gotta drink. If you gotta eat, that. you gotta eat. I, my girl. See, I would like your mom already. I'm the same type of way. Like. I don't apologize for any of that little shit anymore. Like, when I have to piss, I have to piss. When I have to fucking shit, I am sprinting through these halls. The I'm first chucking floor. And I'm throwing bows. Oh, I've. Have you ever lied to get yourself into a public bathroom before? No. I don't think I have. I've spent money to get into a public bathroom. Okay, I have a story, but yours first. Well, I feel like my thing is growing up, obviously, as a verse top, I have IBS. So and I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> but so like if I go to a place, I'll feel really guilty about going there, asking to use the bathroom or growing up in the city. I know a lot of places don't won't fuck with you yeah. and let you go into the bathroom. So I'll literally just be like, oh, can I get a coffee? And then I'll grab the coffee, mm. ponder for a second. So it seems like it's normal. And then I'll use the bathroom smart see i had a moment like that and i documented it and shared it to my group chat a few weeks ago i was like this was the most fucking expensive bathroom trip i've ever taken i was in the west village and i had like i think one of my clients here canceled so i was like i'm just gonna have the whole rest of the day to myself i'm gonna go get food go to the park da 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 i passed by this one place i pick food up from and i'm like i should have really i'm like i should have really have used their restroom I don't. It's too late to turn back. I have food in hand. And I'm like, it's okay. You could have. You paid. You is still a customer. But, like, I was past it. Like, Like I was. how far? A few blocks. Okay. It was more so, like, I don't know if I'm going to make it to there. I'll just find the next thing. Oh, it was one of those. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, girl, those are the worst. Yes. Like, I'm not thinking about pissing in an alley just yet, but the idea is trending. You're like, "Mm, if I have to. I will. Exactly. And so I go to one dunk and I go in. I'm like, gonna place an order. And I'm like, do you guys have a bathroom, by the way? And they're like, no, we don't. But the Starbucks across the street does. I'm like, okay, suddenly I don't want coffee. I want their coffee. Bye. And I go no across to the theirs. And I'm walking in. The first thing I see, bathroom is closed today. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding? <sighs> so essentially, I went to like three different places, bought three different drinks. that then I was fucking sipping and drinking on and you had to pee yes girl you were you are the problem oh i was the <laughs> fool in that moment i spent maybe like 25 dollars 
I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah, because my food and then the drinks included. See, it was horrible. I, I feel like I've done that, but like in one spot, like depending on the location. Mm. But I just did a walk um, with my boyfriend. He's not from New York City, so he wanted to do a walk from the top of Manhattan to the bottom of Aww. Manhattan. Like very That's Broad City, cute. that episode. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I've been meaning to do that. Yeah. He's never seen, he doesn't watch Broad City, so he didn't know the episode, but he just like he knows you. of the walk. And he's a very fit boy, but like, I was like, I'll do it, but you know my stomach. She got her own mind, her own attitude, and her Down. own place. And I was like, we go at my pace. And then also, if you book a massage afterwards, then yes, I'll do it. Exactly. And he did. Exactly. So it was kind of, and he also had, like, he had a map of, like, public restrooms. Which I was like, the Where real New York City girls. That? That's the thing. Transplants have access. They know these things. But people from New York City don't. Because I grew up in the city. And I would tell you, if we walk into the city, uh, you, you literally shit out of luck. Because we're not finding anything. But Every time I needed to use the bathroom, he was like, oh, there's this one over here, this one over here. I went to the New York Public Library in Washington Heights. It was fab. It really? was so nice. Because uh, like, it was just quiet, oh, serene, AC'd, love. and clean. No, like, there needs to be AC everywhere. But like in a bathroom, mm -hmm. I can't. Like, and it was spacious, that. too. So I like, I was that. like, I took my time. I love like a department store bathroom. <gasps> like an empty Macy's that no one goes to. The third floor bathroom Marshalls. where, oh, always. Have you ever heard about that like placebo effect thing where it's like when you go into a Barnes and Noble you have to shit? Because Actually, that's me. no, I've never had that experience. But maybe it's because like really? I'm a book nerd. Like I've always been nerdy. Oh, so okay. like when I go into Barnes and Noble, I'm there on a mission. Really? Like I'm finding the comic book section, the okay, graphic hi. novel section, and then I'm doing everything else respect see i love books but i have undiagnosed adhd so i'm like okay no tea oh really yeah so you're a soldier okay <laughs> i'm not i'm like okay audiobook i'm gonna look at everything i need to make a list of it buy what i really want to and then i'm going to shit my brains out in this bathroom and it's just i think it's because the ambiance in there is so mm -hmm. soothing and everything your bowels just ever so happen to relax by the time you're it's past the third literally aisle. atmospheric douche yes Wait, I like that. Right? Atmospheric douche. It's really like that. And going back to the bathroom thing, I've always had this. Well, we've always been at the bathroom thing. I have this like <laughs> concept of mine that like if I were to ever be on Shark Tank, it would be for an app that's grinder, but make it toilet. But like sniffies, but toilet. Yes. yes. How have we not had that? It I would feel be like, like flush or something. Oh, right. That that's kind of fun. FLSH. Whoever's watching, whoever's listening. You heard it first. I met Barbara Corcoran a few months ago, and I meant to tell her that, but like I completely blanked because she's kind of fucking iconic. And I was like, No, see, yeah. I think that would be good, but then it would get to a point where places would stop letting it be public bathrooms. Mm. And it would only be those public bathrooms in the park, and we all know you don't fuck with those. Those are last resort bathrooms. Yeah, those are where like you're not touching anything, you're literally floating above a seat. Yeah, I've seen a nasty bathroom and it wasn't at a park. I was at this skate rink back home. Crazy. Where's back home? Maryland. Oh, yeah. yeah between DC and Maryland. Oh, DMV wow. girl. DMV. That's why you're a whore. Am I, I did my whore? research. I did my research. I know <laughs> when people talk to you about men, you were like, 
Um, yeah, I could be a slut. Yeah, I guess. You like, oh, how's the dick over here? How's the dick over there? You like, yeah, yeah. I'm just a journalist. I'm just investigative. <laughs> I'm just investigative and inquisitive. Hands on. Hands on. Hands on research. We're off. Oh. Hands, Hands free. off. <laughs> Legs up. Right. Always. Yeah, I was going to say depending on what position I'm playing, but who cares? Right. All the time legs up. Honestly, yes. You, I can make it work. No. Li- I have a quite stable team. core as of these recent weeks, so I can balance if needed. Have you ever... Speak, okay, now that makes me think. Have you Go ever done it. like a like a upside down move? Define an upside down move. Like either you as the bottom or the other person as the bottom, but they're literally upside down and it's like they're like... I think it's called the jackhammer. Oh, like say like okay, okay, I get what you're saying. It's the they one can be where, on the like, floor or the bed, whatever's whatever you fuck with. It's almost like it's almost I'm like like riding in a way, but it's kinda, like, but it's like upside down. Yeah. No, it's, I haven't. So it's it's also comparatively like if someone were to self fillet mm. and they're they're it's just open and ready, but you oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, and yes, I know this one very well, not from my own experience, but from <laughs> research, <laughs> but from research. research. And like the top is essentially just like, you know what I mean? Like they're like really going. Yeah, they're just. It's, it's a, a lot deep of dive. Me. It's a yes. deep dive. Have you? Yes. <laughs> oh, both baby. sides. Um, say that one more time. Both sides. No. Okay. Not as a bottom. I'm verse top and really, I really live by that in the sense of like, I only bottom when I'm in love or if I'm like that deeply need to be fucked. Fascinating. Yeah. So like I can on hand count how many people have topped me when I wasn't in a relationship and it's not even a full fears. Like I just, I it's for me, it's, this is a lot like my natural ass is fat too. I don't need to pad. I pad to just add extra. Glamour. Yeah. And like, I just, I'm not, I don't want someone getting that side of me if I don't feel like they deserve it. Yeah. Me topping, I guess I'm more um, free with that. So it's just like, yeah, no, boom, boom, boom. You know, I'm yeah. done. But like I, that's why I always like joke about bottoms. But I also 100 percent am like, no, 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 bottoms put in the work. Respect. Those are our troops. Literally the columns of the community. <laughs> it's a Greek building, yes. Greek architecture, and they are the columns. No, completely. And I'm like, I'm like, are you my therapist in this moment? Because I kind <laughs> of needed, I needed this chat. I never thought my therapist would be in full garment today, and I really. That's the T. I actually went to school for psychology. Did you really? Two years. I did two years. That's more than enough. But then I changed my major. Um, And the T was like, I wanted to like be in the CIA. I wanted to be like a whole, like this whole shtick. But when I went to my first college, which was SUNY at Buffalo, Mm. I did most of my psych requirements in those two years, not doing my gen eds. So like realistically, if I went back, it wouldn't take me that long to finish. Yeah, you would just have to finish. Yeah, but then I was like not having the best time. I didn't care enough. And I went back to doing theater because that's Mm. what I grew up doing theater. I grew up singing, dancing, and acting. Yeah. And when I 
started doing the art requirement, I was like, oh my God, I'm having so much fun. Let me make it a minor. Yeah. And then I was acing the minor, but I was flunking the classes in psych. Gotcha. So I was like, mm, let me transfer back home. And I did, and I cha- mm. went to it for a full BFA in acting. So Ripping I'm glad I did that. it, but I did get like the 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 know-with-all, like I learned yeah. a lot of stuff psychology-wise. And also, I'm a therapy girl. I truly believe everyone should be in therapy. No, you are, and you have like very great, warm, welcoming oh, thank you. energy about you. I'm just like, wait, hold on. I don't want to call you like my bootleg therapist, but like, oh. you can No, be but honestly, like, bootleg, honestly. like, especially because we're on Canal Street, so like bootleg, like it, it on would the be corner. fitting, exactly. See, Literally. you get it. No, I'm fine with it. Love it. I just... I just hate when my energy invites a stranger to just mm. unload, unprompted. Because there's also consent in unloading A trauma. million percent. I was at a, out of drag, I was at a jockstrap party at Rock Bar. Love. And this guy comes up to me and like starts talking to me and we're not even a minute into talking. And he's like, yeah, I'm homeless and this, that, and third. Like I'm fighting with my friend who was my roommate and i was like whoa baby i you are welcome to your trauma and i'm so sorry you're going through that but i do not have the capacity for this i just worked a double i came here to have fun and you're not gonna get me one either yeah (laughs) before talking about all the (laughs) like (laughs) no tea like no drink no nothing (laughs) no hi hello (sighs) there was a hi but there was no hello if Mm. that makes sense like it was a short Greet. Yeah. There's like now at my tender age of 26, I know the difference between people that like uh, two way conversations and people that like giving speeches. And that's okay. And that's okay. And we love a speech. You go on and do what you need to do, yes. Melania. But like, I will just, <laughs> if I'm not interested, I will Melania back and just hardly listen, be there, and give some. <laughs> dangerous blinks towards your way for me i've noticed i'll say work a lot if Mm. i'm not in the conversation enough i'll be like work work (laughs) work but you sound so like encouraged like i don't know like i'm gonna have that replay like i'm a cunt but not a cunt my kind so honestly like i fully live for the girls who can be like just raging just straight cunt yeah but I like to serve cunt, but also I hate people who really are cunt. Like, there's no, there's no reason for that nastiness, you know? I agree. Especially if it's a stranger. Like, especially if I, like, I host my brunch. Yeah. And I get so many people that come up to me and talk to me. And normally I do not have the capacity in that moment to speak. But I'm like, work. Work. Oh, my God, work. Right, exactly. And that's not you being a cunt. First of all, you look cunt enough where you don't need to overcompensate with cunt-esque behavior. Tea. You know what I mean? No, tea. There's a science behind it, and you're mastering it. No, 100%. It. I, it's also growing up in the drag scene, like, as Frida has grown in the drag scene, mm. and then being around the g- queer community, I've seen all levels of attitude mm. surrounding me out of drag and surrounding me in drag, and, like, I just don't like nastiness. Like, yeah. I, it, it's also... Like, it will really bring the New Yorker out of me. Like, mm. you be nasty. I could be nasty back. Mm. Like, you forget. I'm a whole man. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love people that use the word nasty to describe somebody's behavior. Mm. Because that's such a, like, for me, 
the first person who I heard using that word was my mother. And she only says that when somebody is being fucking nasty. nasty. And I like, it's the only way to describe it. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. Like I, that person's energy. Like there's like, Oh, she was standoffish, but it's like, no, she's nasty. No, she's don't nasty. invite her to the pregame. She's no, nasty. that is tea. Like there's those people that you're like, Oh, she's come, but she's nasty. Yeah. That like, her friend. Nasty. 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 Rotted. And you're not a nasty person oh, at thank all. Thank you. You don't have that energy about you. I don't you. like to be. Like, I feel like there's been people, and this could be my own self-saboteur because I'm a cancer, but, like, mm. I feel like there's been people who just don't like me, and that's okay. Yeah. But for me, it's more like, what reason? Mm. Why don't you like me? And sometimes I've experienced people don't like me because I do bearded drag, because I have hair on my body, because whatever the case may be. But... I've gotten to a point where I'm now like, you can say whatever you want, but you can't say I'm not pretty. You can't say I can't perform. You can't say I can't take a crowd. Because normally I'll do a show and the crowd ends up loving me more than a host. So I'm just like, you can't say, I will not give them the power to also say I'm nasty either. I don't want that. Right, exactly. That's you knowing your character too. You know, and I think that just comes with age. That's like for me, I like got into that point now. I'm like, you could say whatever you want about me. I don't really know if people really care about me enough to say some shit like that. But if they do, I'm just like, okay, fierce. I know what's my truth at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not only cute, gorgeous, thick, talented, amazing. I could go on. Okay. But I know I'm not fucking nasty. And if what you thought of me was nasty, I'd love to chat about it. But if you can't even chat about it, then. Then shut your mouth. No, shut your mouth. Exactly. (laughs) Like, if you can't say it to my face, if you're not bold enough to speak to me, Mm -hmm. then don't talk about it. Because if I hear about it, I'm going to ask about it. I don't even know if I care enough. Genuinely. I think that's my thing. I'm so, like, lackadaisical. I hope I pronounced that right. In the sense where, like, shit like that, like... I don't mean to be like that person, but I've been thinking about this a lot lately. See, here you are being my therapist. I'm like, I've been through way too much in my childhood and early life that none of y'all fucking know about for me to even give time to shit like this in this current day. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if somebody's being like shit to me at the club or whatever, I'll just get, why am I getting high? I'm like, I would just <laughs> see, no, that's the trauma releasing out the body. That's, that's what it wow, is. Wow, That two years really that did really, it for you. Did it? It really did. Well, it's also the many years I've been in therapy. Felt. So, and being a cancer, I've there like, like illegitimately un, like therapize many friends mm. and I've been through many relationships. So like I've seen toxic, I've seen, you know how it looks, all these things. And also, I'm very big on self-reflection and self-awareness Same. and self-responsibility like, of self. Mm. So, like, I hold myself accountable for shit. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, oh, I was wrong in that. I find that that's just the easiest thing to do. That's what I realized before I think I would kind of get so lost in my delusion. Where I'd just be like, I don't know why they would think that. And I would ask my friends, they'd be like, well, girl, you were so-and-so. And I'm like, okay, well, what's the problem with just me being like, you know what? Yeah, I fucked up. Even if something at fucking work happens, I mess up the audio on somebody's episode. What am I going to do? Search towards the ends of the earth to find some type of lie to bury myself in? So what? My ego doesn't get builds. hurt. The lie builds. And exactly. sometimes I do get it. I do get it. Sometimes it is very hard in the moment mm-hmm. to accept the, re- the responsibility of something. Yeah. 
But once you get to the point where you can accept it, you should reach out and say like, that was all me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or that was a, that was partially on me or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we have our feelings and you're going to feel whatever you feel and feel it, but don't live in it. Stay with it, but drop it off at the exit. Yeah. You know? Real. And I learned that recently, even with things that I might not agree with that, I was displaying such behavior. Even if I don't agree, just agree to disagree. I'm so sorry. I'm going to work on that. I didn't see such behavior myself, but I'm going to work on that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, girl. That That's also real because I think of that with drag, especially mm. because like if someone would be like, oh, I didn't know I could approach you. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I fucking hate when I didn't that. see <laughs> it happens to pretty people. Mm, true. OK, it doesn't happen to not pretty okay. people. You're right. Because think about it. Like, what non-pretty person has ever been told, you seem unapproachable, or, like, I didn't know if I could come up to you, I was scared to come up to you. They would have to look like a serial killer. Mm. And it's just... my One of my therapists actually told me this. She was like, you're, you can't be bothered that someone feels like they can't come up to you. That's because you're exuding confidence, and that's something they don't have. So they're uncomfortable with that. Mm. And it to me it's a gag because that is I just started being confident in the last few years, girl. Same. And people have always been like, "Oh, I I didn't know I could talk to you or approach you." I was like, "What? Interesting." I just feel like I'm so nice. Like if you actually come up to me, I'm like, "Hi." Exactly. And if I look stoic of some sort, I'm 100% disassociating. And if anything, I would love for you to wake me up out of my disassociative Tea. spell. You know, that's me in the gym. Like, me in the gym, I'm just like, I just, like, (laughs) float amongst the place. And somebody asks me something, and I'm like, yeah. And I love it because I'm, like, grounding me, returning me back to where I'm supposed to be. But I love a good disassociating moment as well. Like, sometimes I'm like, ooh, I need to just disappear mentally for a second. Mm. And I'll I'll put on my headphones. It's usually, like, when I'm walking to somewhere and I'm on a mission. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, don't talk to me. Let me just disappear. Fascinating. Because then you, because the thing is, like, and I know you think, you probably think this way because you you give hustle and bustle. You give, like, you're working on your projects. You're thinking of the yeah. next thing. What's, okay, this is the next thing, but what? how can I start the next thing after that? Or what can I start that should be started yeah. already? And that's very me because, like, I serve and bartend out of drag. And then I also have drag. And then I also am an actor with a commercial agent. So, like, I get a lot of things going. And I have a new boyfriend now. And, like, also friends, family. And it's just, like, I'm always thinking, like, okay, what can I do here, here, here? Yeah. So I've learned to accept the dissociating moments that are necessary. Mm. Like, after a double, like, working a double shift. Yeah. And then going to a gig or going to support a gig. On the way there... I'm playing no music or I'm playing only music and not Yes. Talking. Yes. The, like, y'all know I love music, clearly. But, like, the no music lifestyle or no audio stimulation choice is a It brings you choice. back. Oh, my god! It brings you back. It does. It like, does. I've been going to work some days recently just listening to the city. Even if it's loud tea. and crazy, I'm like, I honestly just need to be with 
earth for a minute. Even if there's a kid screaming here and a dog almost just pissing on my leg, whatever. Oh. I don't care. I'm not into that going, mm, we'll see. Anyways, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To reference our sex chat earlier. <laughs> but it's, it's honestly so tea, I will say, in choosing like the pacing of the music. Like if I'm going into work blasting Sophie, my day is probably going to be Sophie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas if I come in blasting some soft sounds. Soft sounds. Like yeah. So I love classical music. I'm not going to lie. Same. And also Same. I love that I can twerk to classical music. So like that's yes. like my, that's my coup de gras. That's my mm. thing. That like I love being like, oh, I can twerk to anything. And in college yeah. I like tested that because people would be like, oh, you can't twerk to anything. I was like, put on anything right now. I will hit the beats. And I did. Exactly. That just means you have rhythm and they don't. It doesn't matter well, how t, the music t, sounds. T, t, t. It's just where you fall in with the mm -hmm. beat and the rhythm of such, if that makes any sense. No, yeah. It's, it's for me, like, I'm, you dance, right? Or you used to? I've, uh, I could go on a long story with my dance life, but maybe that could be for another episode. I'm going to say, well, yes. Yes, I do. Because I, when I was doing my little research, uh -huh. I was like, I need to know a little bit more about Joey. Like, I'm not about to go in this drag. I can give him so dry like that. Yeah, Gotta get the shit wet shit first. Back, yeah. ah, uh -huh. you know. <laughs> so, Bob's, um, I was, I saw that you performed in Miami Pride, and you said like there was all this choreo and everything. And girl, Aww. face crack when you fell. I was like, ah. <laughs> Because anyone who's done a jump split or like a really fast stunt or trick, oh yeah, we've girl. all had one moment where it your balance was off a little too much, and you fell a little forward or whatever the My case is. My velocity in that moment was so fucking fierce and so intense. I mm -hmm. just came right to the floor. But if we're talking about that, then yes, I did perform in drag for about three years. Yeah. What was your name in drag? Daphne Lux. Daphne. I saw Lux. I didn't see the Daphne thing. Really? Yeah, because when I was scrolling, I was looking for the photos. I was like, where are the photos? Where are the photos? Mm. Um, but I was going to say, like, with dance, I feel like it. the music should move you. Like, yes. your body and, like, what you do is a translation of the music to your soul or to whatever you're feeling in that moment. Completely. So that's why, like, I think it's a little more than rhythm because sometimes... I mean, rhythm is always there. Uh, but, like, I feel like it's more than that. It's, like, when you get lost in it, that moment of, like, yes. just, oof, like, nothing to me hits more. Like, when I go out out of drag, oh, I'm trying to dance. I'm not trying mm -hmm. to sit, stand around. No. Fuck a section. Fuck standing behind the DJ. Let them do what they need to do. I'm going to be here twirling. Literally. Amongst the people. Like, I, I if that. I'm if I'm out, most likely I'll have I'll take a shot if I'm mm. gonna dance, because I don't like holding a drink. Even in drag, I don't like holding a drink. You are my fucking sister. I'm the same fucking way. It's just cumbersome. It's in my way. And then by the time like you sip in, it gets old, and now it's disgusting. And now I'm stuck holding it. Now I need to place it somewhere. When you're finished and you're stuck holding it, is the worst. And it's packed boots. Like, come on. And what, am I just going to drop it on the floor? And now you're one of those. Exactly. And you're adding to the mess, the sludge of the floor. Ugh, you're not a nasty girl. No, it's a so. Lady. But I will say, I'm not going to lie. There have been times where I was so lit. I was like, oh, do I put it on the floor? 
But instead, I just give it to a friend and I go, can you hold this? And then I go off and then like I just never take the cup. Desperate. I mean, I, desperate times call for desperate measures. I don't blame you. Listen, I have to. I mean, I find that resourceful. It's like, hey, you, if you don't mind holding it, like. Yeah, you just reallocated the cup yeah. to somebody else's hand. No, literally. I, I, didn't, I didn't get rid of it. It's not my problem anymore. It's now their job. Hmm. Smart. See, I'm the same way. Like, when I go out, I want to dance. And I like that you made that point, it, like, of it being beyond rhythm, because that's always been my connection with music. You know what I mean? To go to my, like, very, like, it either did happen or not happen with my dance experience. Like, I've always just been connected to music somehow, and I've always been able to move to it the way other people can. Yes. And that's not to be yes. like, me here, them here. It's like, no, it's, it's a no, certain... No, you can know. You know. When you see someone dance, you know if there's some experience there or not. Like, yes. you know if it's... And on top of that, you also know if whatever they're doing is purely trained or innate. Mm. Like, you can tell... You're like, oh, you... You, you be dancing. Yeah. You, you be dancing. Mm-hmm. Like, you just can tell. Even those people, like, when you're out and you've definitely seen it, I've seen it, when it's a lit night and there's that lit person who can't dance... But, like, there's something about, like, the way they're dancing to the music yep. that you're like, oh, you'd be dancing. You would, you would, they in your mind, you were a dancer. Whatever, yes. whatever song it may be. Any song. Like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. Love I'm, those moments. I'm definitely, definitely, definitely that same way. And I love that about music. And I love that about going out. My main thing about going out when I started going out, I was, like, 18, was, like, I don't care about drinking or doing anything. I just want to go out to music. Most times, still to this day, I'm, like, alleged sober. Like, I don't really drink as much. I just need the DJ to be fire, and I'm good. Tea. And a Red Bull. Tea. And I'm there. Now, you say you need the DJ to be fire. Are you the type, because I'm very this, are you the type that if the music isn't good, you're not dancing? Because I am, too. I will try my best. I want you to know. I will try my best. Like, I've been to some places where, like, it's just not good, whether it be, like, the same shit we've heard, like, to an excess. Or the same BPM and rhythm the whole yes. time. Or, like, there's no lyrics, or it's just not my thing. I'll try to get with it, but then I will audibly start yawning. And that's not me being a cunt, but, like, like everybody else here is stimulated by substances of some sort. I came here for my drug of choice, which is the DJ. And if you are not strong enough or you simply have expired in potency, then I, Tea. I'm i falling asleep, babes. You gave me a melatonin. I came for some crack. Oh, <laughs> not crack. <laughs> Musically, Get the metaphorically. Get the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, literally. It. Well, that's the tea is like if I know <laughs> I'm going out, I don't usually get high in drag, mm. like especially if I have to talk. Because I, with ADD plus being high, like, my tracking for my jokes and stuff are so off. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to get in my head. Oh, yeah. But when I'm out of drag and I'm going to party, I actually love to be high. People Mm. are like, oh, no, it makes me sleepy. For me, it makes me want to dance. It makes me want to dance. It makes me want to sing. Like, I just, like, have the best time. I like being high when going out over being drunk. Yes, 100%. Depends what kind of drunk, though. Like, I love, I'd rather be, here's my top tier. High, crossfaded, drunk. Oof. Ooh. Like, I love a crossfaded. Like, weed and a tequila Red Bull and just shots. Where it gives you that oof. Oh. That I'm oof. the 
baddest bitch <laughs> as if I wasn't already like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's my thing. If I had to choose. I feel like mine would be weed. Weed. <laughs> and like, if I'm, cause that's the thing. That's the thing is like being drunk. You, I get sleepy. Same. I get sleepy until I'm drunk. So if I'm not mm. drinking, 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 I'm going to get sleepy. And I'm a big girl. So, like, sometimes it takes a lot of I mean, drinks for me to feel a type of way. Yeah. And then I can't eat before because I'll get bloated. And then I don't feel drunk. And then I'm like, okay, this is a waste of my time. Yes. And then I'm uncomfortable. And you have to be uncomfortable. When, you have to be comfortable when you go out. That's what it is. It's the uncomfort kills me. Especially, like, take once the stomach things come in uh, and then I feel bloated. And I'm just like... How do people enjoy this? Like, oh God, I, there's only been a certain amount, like I could count maybe on like five fingers, like times where I've gotten to that point. And at the end of the night or the Sunday, if it was a brunch day, I'm like, brunch Girl, days. Oof. oh, I had a fucking brunch. And granted, it was fun and legendary and I'll never forget. I ended up drunk in the middle of like Bergdorf's just like, glasses <laughs> but like oh my god did i feel like shit when i got back home oh my god yeah, yeah that yeah. that hangover in the middle of the day is crazy it's nasty it's crazy that's nasty that that's nasty that's fucking nasty, nasty is also that word that is so like it, it's like bitch it's like it's it has so many meanings yes you know it's like work as well like for me, I also say nasty for a performance. Like, oh, she was nasty. nasty. That yeah. was nasty. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. It just depends on the inflection. Yes. Nasty. Your shit person. Yeah. Nasty. Sickening God. performance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there is yes. a it's difference. It's that hold of nasty. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like I was screaming that after I saw you or during. I think genuinely, like, the first 30 seconds during Scream. your working number for... Night of a Thousand Misses. Oh, thank you. When I tell you, like, I was shitting and vomiting in the middle of that fucking basement <laughs> at $3 bill, whatever the fuck that Oh, my God. Is. It was 9BN. Like, it it's $3 bill's side location. Yeah, yeah. I still don't know the name properly. <sighs> yeah. I, it's kind. Yeah, it's cute. I just find out that the event is there, not at actual three dollar bill. When you and they go pull into up, $3 bill, and, and they go, like, you're for the show next door. Uh-huh. And they're uh. like, just keep walking down until you see the... And Pink I'm like, door, yeah. yes, exactly. You ate that. Thank you. That, that shit was nasty. And it's funny because in that moment, being real, like, I wasn't very familiar with their work. The time I saw you beforehand was for Night of a Thousand Miley's. And when they came up and announced you, it and was then I saw you, Miley Tribute Night. She did have a Night of a Thousand Miley's, but that was for the back. Yeah, no, because people would be confused. Yes. Because there was a Night of a Thousand Miley's, and that was actually. The first time I think I saw her Night of a Thousands mm. was Night of a Thousand Miles. And I was like, I want in on this. And this is cunt. This Work. is everything. And then she did the night, the Miley it tribute. Was the Miley night. Tribute. That's yes. right. Because it was for like the album that came mm -hmm. out and everything. Professional. And when you came up and then I heard the name, it all clicked. And I was like, oh, that's the bitch that did ah! zombie. And I was like, yes. I turned to all my friends, the ones that weren't at the Miley night. And I was like, Put your phone fucking down. Tell the guy that you're trying to get with tonight to wait a minute oh and my watch this bitch. And you fucking tore it. Like we're talking about people that know to dance. Though, like, I saw and I was like, not only were you all doing choreography, but the way you were moving, I was like, yeah, she's a fucking 
dancer. Oh, you ate that up you. like a pop bitch should. Well, that's genuinely. the thing. Like, Night of a Thousand Missy Elliott's, I instantly knew what song I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And at first I wanted to do a mix, but she was like, no mixes like, for like, yeah, we don't want to like take other songs from other people, blah, blah, blah. And I was actually on a cruise when she sent out the message mm-hmm. of claiming the song. And I was like, to me, if I'm not doing Rain or, um, oh my God, why am I blanking on a song? Freak, uh, get your freak, yeah. get your freak on or work it. I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Mm. So work it was my number one after rain. And I mm. was like, I knew she was doing rain. So then I was like, okay, I need work it. I want it down. I paid for Wi-Fi on the cruise. Oh. So I had connection because I, otherwise I had no connection. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not, I like told my friends, I was like, I'll meet y'all at dinner. I'm, I'm going to sit this. on this stairwell and wait for the message to come Aww. in that it's time. And I wrote it in instantly. I was like, oh, thank God. And I like, I as soon as I got back, we came up with that choreo that week. So I like hit up Lanye Armand and Ruby Slay. And I was like, can y'all be my backup girls? Like, I want mm. to, like, Missy's a dance. Like, even yes. though she doesn't dance as hard as her dancers may, she's still, her music is still dance music. Like, that is like boombox in the middle of the street, yes. like feeling that energy, like mm-hmm. that really gives hip hop. Yep. And I was like, I feel like it, this number needs dance, like yeah. it needs choreo. Yeah, and she has the musicality too because I grew she up does. being a Missy stan. Mm-hmm. Like, even she would, there would be moments in her performances or videos where the dancers would be hitting the choreo, and she would come in and hit the yes. same six yeah. and seven and ah. that, and then go back into whatever she's doing. And it's like, oh, she watches the rehearsals and know when it's time for her to come in and when it's time to go. Well, out. she's a particular girl. Very. She's always been. Yeah. Even still, and also she looks major. Yeah. I was like, she regressed in age. I know. She's like three years old now. I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's not fair. I know. I she looks so before. good. You did. I will never forget it. I met her when I was um, working at the radio station. It was iconic. She was coming in to see Angie Martinez. And I, like, breakfast club hours, I finished around 3 p.m. Angie wasn't, like, starting till maybe, like, 6 that day. And mm-hmm. I was like, do I really want to stay after to today? To see Missy? Yes. Oh, no. You didn't even know? I didn't know it was Missy. I was like, I was like, okay, Angie's having somebody in. Is it going to be somebody special? If not, I'm leaving. And they're like, Missy's coming today. I was like, what? Yes. Like, one of my childhood dreams like fulfilled. I stayed in all day and I got to walk her up from like the lobby and everything, go up with her in the elevator and I'll never forget introducing myself to her. Like the most fucking iconic thing ever. So I'm going up to her. She has a bag of cool ranch Doritos in one hand Uh and she's eating them. And I'm like, hi, Missy, I'm Joey. Nice to meet you. I work for power and Angie and everything. Really nice to meet you. Huge fan switches hands puts the Dorito bag into the Dorito hand. Missy, very nice to meet you, Joey. Now, See, and a then professional. Right back into the other a hand. professional. Because so she wasn't going to shake your hand with a dirty Dorito's hand. And she should keep that Dorito dust to herself. Yes. You know, like, you earned that. Just on the elevator like No, exactly. <laughs> it was fucking, it was the way I dreamed of missing, meeting Missy Elliott. I'm glad she was nice because it's scary meeting people you've ever, I don't fully idolize anyone. There's people where I'm like, oh, they're major, but I Mm. never idolize anyone. Like I, I fully, I guess maybe growing up performing, I fully see 
performers as human beings yep. and i'm like no they're human like there's things that they they like like i get when people are like oh my god it's so and so let's run up and say hi i actually get nervous because mm. i'm like i don't know if they're that kind of person who wants to talk to people yeah and i don't want to ruin that for them you know them in their space yeah so like meeting people that you care enough about artistically is so scary because yeah. sometimes they're actually nasty and yeah and not the good nasty not the good nasty a million percent i'm the same way i get more nervous because i'm like i don't want to make them like uncomfortable as a person mm -hmm. and rub them off the wrong way yes like when talking to guys like if the guy like if i have clear memo that the guy wants it okay i'm happy to go but like but i don't want to talk to somebody because i don't want to make them feel uncomfortable i'm not worried about getting a no i don't want to make them uncomfortable mm. you know are you saying that in regards to like going up to a guy and like starting a conversation? Yes. Okay. This is therapy. We're back to therapy. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to therapy. Um, that should be my show. Um, but anyways, oh, I would produce it. I would love therapy to. with you Frida. Really should. No, but literally, and I would be like, but this is not real therapy. <laughs> Frida therapy. Like well, free therapy, but like, okay. Free. So that's tea. I did. Um, I just did bitch fest in May. Yes. And the finale part of the finale was you had to do a number Mm. And then you have to do a talk show slash interview with Zavaleta, who is the host. La Zavaleta yep. is the host Love of Bitch Fest. And I made, I got music made with, I did the voiceover for it. And I was like, ladies and gentlemen, like very SNL, mm -hmm. um, Conan O'Brien. And then I made a logo and I called the show Free Them. Free Them, the show where we free them from the bullshit with Frida Cox. Isn't that kind? You genius. Right? I need a video of this. Oh, there has to be one somewhere. But I, like, had a whole projection and everything. Like, you I was, like, fucking genius. and I was the only one who had a projection. I was, like, oh, I thought everyone would have did it. So I was, like, stressed. Yeah. But I got second place, and I'm totally fine with that. Hi. But the therapy. So when it comes to, like, going up to someone in person, like I said, I just started being confident a few years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and it took a really bad breakup for me to get to that point because I was like, okay, I need to fix myself. I need to check in with Damon, which is my out of drag name. You can believe that if you want. Um, <laughs> but I need to check in with myself and also check in with Frida because Frida was only prevalent in my life and not my out of drag self as well. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a balance. And a lot of girls don't have balance. And so I started working out like crazy. I was dieting. Like I was going to therapy. I was working two jobs. Like I was really working on myself. Yeah. And I lost a bunch of weight and I started like recognizing. I also started tweeting more like thirst traps and I was going Love. off. Like people Love. were like, see, like all these people that like I didn't think would find me attractive or all these people from places that I didn't even think they could see me mm. were like oh my god you're so beautiful you're so hot like you're da, da, da. and i was like wait i am and like every day i would look in the mirror before i left and literally i still do it now i look in the mirror and i go you're cunt you look good this outfit's great and i whatever i needed to do and i usually try to like pick a specific thing i'd be like oh your ears look really cute today your smile's really nice. Aww. And eventually you start rewiring the brain that's been told you aren't pretty or you're not the best choice mm. or whatever. Because, like, out of drag, I'm, like, a cub bear. And in twink settings, that's not always wanted, you know? Right. Even though I predominantly date twinks and, like, it just happens. Yeah. But, like, it's always 
been hard for me to find that one twink that likes the bears. Mm. And I'm not saying I don't like bears, but like that's just what always clicks. I like differences. Right. So like with me, I've always always scared going up to a skinnier person because I'm like, oh, they're not gonna like me. But mm-hmm. during that time of talking to myself and being like, no, you are beautiful. You are wanted. Like, you are sexy. You are good at sex. Like, you got good dick. Like, you got good everything. Like, you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. I started being like, you know what? Fuck it. If they are not receptive to me, they're not receptive to me. As long as I don't do anything that's very unconsensual, like grabbing them or anything, yes. I can't fault myself. And if they have an adverse reaction to me even saying hello, that is their situation and that is their story and that's okay for them. Right. But I know I'm not a bad person. I know I'm not evil. I know I'm not nasty. Mm -hmm. So I just started like being like, fuck it. I'll just be like, and I literally will not anymore because I'm taken out. But like if I found somebody attractive, I would find the moment where I'm dancing and I'm like, I just want you to know you're really beautiful. And I just say like that. And then if they take that opportunity to talk with me, that's on them. Mm. But at least I put out the line and they just have to bite the hook. Fascinating. And I like the word choice too. Beautiful. Yeah. Cause uh, I feel like, especially if you grew up as a man, like if you're AMAB, like you're assigned male at birth, Mm -hmm. we don't hear we're beautiful enough or pretty. Yeah. Like, yes, I didn't start calling myself pretty until a couple years ago. And you know, it's crazy with the, that's the thing. Like pretty has a very like feminine undertone to it, which is hot and mm-hmm. we love it. It's quite, yeah. but it's like, it should also just apply to kind of everything. And when people tell me like, I'm pretty, sometimes I'll have this moment of dysphoria where I'm just like, huh? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, oh, I thought I was giving quite trade today. Ah! You know what I mean? Like stupid fucking shit like that. That doesn't matter because I'm getting a compliment. I should take it, but it just shows how fucking binarily assigned we are mm-hmm. to just fucking random ass labels and fucking adge- adjectives like the word pretty. Yeah. But I also, Crazy. I think like what helped me to rewire that was like people I was dating would be like, Oh, you're pretty. And then also real talk. When you see like back to the sex talk, like when you see a nice dick, you don't call it a nice dick. You call it a pretty dick. That doesn't make it less, less like dick. Mm. you know absolutely because like when you see a nice a nice yeah you're like that's a pretty that's a pretty dick what's a pretty dick to you it has good length to girth ratio also like complexion Mm. like i i'm not a size queen never been a size queen and i've been with all kinds of sizes and to me it's always like it looks like it's not ashy like it looks like the color is good and look, and also, a dick is instantly prettier when it's hard for you. You know, all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like, "That is such I'm a pretty like dick." Ah! I did that. No, literally, yeah. I'm like, "Is that for me? Is that mine?" Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Going back to the sex talk, let's do it. This it's funny. We're on the same fucking page here mm-hmm. because I had a moment too. I was like, "Okay, sex talk." When it comes to sex and everything, and you you mentioned you won't bottom for somebody unless if you're in love. Mm -hmm. And with that, you identify as a verse top. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of find myself in the same boat. Are you in your verse top era? I've kind of been now for like two years now. I've put this on the record. This really isn't anyone's business, but like this is our conversation. That's first and foremost. 
I've topped more times than I've bottomed. <sighs> I could count how many times I've bottomed on this hand. The gag. I know. I'm pretty sure people are going to be gagged in this moment. Wow. They're like, wow. But that's the thing My is like explodes. tops with thick asses. Like that's what I'm saying in gravity. Like I'm not the best in science, but like depending on the position, like that's more into because there's more weight on my back. Hello. Ah, T you, you said know? when I come up, I'm coming down. down exactly. Down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but T I, I see. I, I love when people explore themselves yes. in any capacity. Yeah. As long as it's safe and you know, you know, you're not harming yourself or others. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Like, I love when people are like, oh my God, I've been topping more. I'm like, oh, you've been topping? Yes. Good for you. Go ahead, fly, baby. No, literally. Your wings. And it's always a gag because if I'm in a relationship, there is going to be at least, if the person's a total whatever, it's going to be at least one moment where we're first because Absolutely. I'm going to need some dick too sometime. All right. You know, and I remember one relationship, the person was a total bottom. I had them top me and afterwards they were like they became first bottom. They're like, I actually really enjoy it. See. And I've like I've had people who've never eaten ass, they eat my ass and then they're like, I am obsessed with eating ass now. And I'm like Converting people. <laughs> no, literally church. <laughs> no Jehovah's Witness, but like no, my whole butthole. Butthole. See <laughs> I'm like honestly same. Truly same. And my thing is, is like, I don't like to limit the options. I've always been that kind of way. Tea. You know, like for me now, like going back to like the bottoming thing, like I find myself like I will only bottom for somebody if I love them. Yeah. You know, because all my other experiences have just been like shitty hookups where I'm like, this is like a little way too personal for me. I love my sisters and my girls that could get it from anyone and no, everywhere. We I love literally that. wish I could. Same. But I Same. just like, it's so intimate if I'm going to be topped. It's so intimate. So intimate. And it's just like, I also know myself. When I bottom, that's another girl. That's mm. another girl. Like, I am a moaner in general, but when I bottom, yeah. I'm a nasty little bottom same so <laughs> i can't i can't trust like i have to feel a sense and i think that's why like when i'm in love with someone i feel a sense of comfort yes and like exactly and that there are bottoms who well verse bottoms who they only top when they feel that kind of comfort too because mm. they they're more in their head about topping the way we may be more in our head about bottoming so it works see with me and topping I'm the same as you. Ready like, to go. Anyone can get it. Boom. Anyone boom, can bam, get boom. it. Boom, bam, boom. Like, let the moment rise. Yeah, literally, it will rise. Rise. And I love it. But bottoming, I'm just like, mm, no. You, you got to get to know me a little bit, especially, too, because, like, they're pleasing me because they want to. Like, that just makes it so much more hotter for mm-hmm. me to begin with, you yes. know? But I also, like, I think it was Carrie Colby that was just like, I'm aside. And I'm like, yeah. Aside is hot. Aside, too. aside is very hot. I love aside. I've dated people who, or like been friends with benefits with people who like. There was like maybe once or twice that we've ever like fucked, mm-hmm. but like besides that, it was just like oral or drinking. And there I is nothing it. wrong with a good session, like side by side, yes. just like yeah. helping each other out. Mm-hmm. I love that. The like 69 moment. Like mm. I love it because how do I say it? it's like, there's so, there's so much to work with 
the possibilities are endless. No, literally. It seems like it's such a concrete and like dead end type of thing we're going to do. But it's like it just shows who's good at what they do and who's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like also, if you're bored by jerking off or just head, clearly you haven't been creative. Exactly. And clearly they're not doing a good enough job. Because if someone is bomb with head, they could give you the same position and you're still going to love it. But if they're not, you're going to hate it. And if they're good with their hands, you're going to love it. Mm -hmm. So, and there's like so many, like we all watch porn. Like if you don't watch porn, I wish I was you. But there's things in videos that you're like, I could do that. Like don't, don't get Mm -hmm. wrapped up in the porn industry of like, things are going to be clean every time. Things are going to be like perfect every time. But like some of the things like holding someone while you help them out. I, yeah. Right, flashbacks. <laughs> flashbacks. Literally. Yeah. Tea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the trauma. <laughs> Releasing the, the trauma out the trauma. The positive no, sexual trauma. No, but honestly, yes. And my thing is like I'm like what we said, like when we're in an intimate setting, I'm a very sensual person. Very so much so where it's like I could get work done and it doesn't have to be necessarily pertaining to the genitalia region. Mm-hmm. It could be a pit. It could be, you know, oh, the you back seem of like your a pit ear. girl. Oh, you seem like a pit girl. Oh yeah, you seem like a pit girl. I'll say it again. I love, I love She's a, pit. a pit girl. I love a pit. There was one oh. instance in my life where I caught myself going for someone's pits, and I'm not a pit girl, and I was like, what? came over me that night was not me <laughs> that was the devil uh-huh. mm-hmm. because i was just like in there and i was like what is up yeah and then you get her and you're like oh shit you have a dick too <laughs> yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. it's like wow nice yeah it's like people who have sensitive nipples i am the moment me <laughs> i like if i'm hooking up with someone who has sensitive nipples the moment i i'm very big on like in general, you should listen to the body and to people non-verbally as well as verbally. Yes. So with sex, like if I kiss or touch a spot and I see a reaction or feel a reaction or I feel a jump or a pulse, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to go back to that. And I'll go back to that and I'll find out that like that spot is that spot. And I'm like, I'm fine staying here for another 20, 30 minutes. Same. Like if that's going to bring you that ecstasy where you're now letting out these sounds that you are holding back mm-hmm. and you couldn't hold back anymore. Cause this is your moment. I'm going to do it. Like, cause that to me is hot. Like even if you're someone who's like, Oh, I, I only want to get you off. I'm fine. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But I'm going to still make sure you're going to enjoy this moment. And you're going to remember this exactly. moment. Exactly. Yeah, and like I use uh, it, I use it for performing as well. Like, mm. I'm very big, and I'm proud of myself in the sense of like, I have brunch every Sunday, two seatings every single Sunday, twelve thirty and three at Toro Loco, uh, with my girl Jessica Rose, and I have gotten to a point with performancing, performancing performances, that I feel like I can read a crowd really well. Mm. And usually it does take that first number to figure out the crowd. Mm -hmm. But once I do, I'm like, "Mm, they don't want dancing. They want comedy. Nope. This crowd is not going to give a dollar unless it's dancing. This crowd wants a split. This crowd wants some in-your-face action. Yeah. Like, this crowd wants hip-hop. 
this crowd wants like some pop shit, like Britney, whatever. Mm. So, and I'll be, I'll do that. I'll be like, mm, like my DJ has all my tracks. Anything new, I send them to both my DJs. Yeah. So that whenever we go, I just go. I think I'm gonna do this actually. Yeah. Put that one on. And it normally is the carry because I'm like, you just have to read listen. You you have to listen and read the room. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what I I like do in the bedroom and out the bedroom. I read the room. That was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> you just compared your sex life to your brunches. It's all it's all that's collaborative. Genius. Yeah. It's I mean, like it genuinely is. That like was I, really hot. <laughs> See, that's why I got you that hat. Hey. Exactly. Because, <laughs> like, that also is the tea is, like, I've had, I mean, I've kai-kai'd in some sense with some people. Okay. And also, like, there's people out of drag, like, non-drag people that I've done a show and they're like, oh, my God, you turned me on. That was so hot. And I was like, I didn't, I don't, I didn't plan that. Sorry. Yeah. I, I was just doing my thing. <laughs> I was just working. Yeah, no, literally. And like, so I was like, you know what? And I saw Reese's hat, Reese Havoc. Yes. And I literally messaged her because I was like, hey, I don't want you to like get upset if I come out with this hat. And she's like, girl, I don't own the idea. Like, it's literally just words on a hat. Mm. And I was like, I know, but I just did not want. And she's like, thank you for asking. But no, like Aww. you can totally go ahead and do that. And also why I didn't get in black and white font. That's exactly the same. So like, I was like, I got a few made and I'm going to this summer. One of the goals is to get more made, but by a third party retailer. Beautiful. So people can just order it themselves. I love it. Yeah. So a business woman, I have to be the thought of you and Reese speaking together too. makes me very happy. Cause I fucking love Reese. And There's already... tea with Reese. Oh no. Good well, tea. Okay. It's good, good tea. It's okay, good tea. It's lovely, not bad tea at all. Okay. No, no, no. I was about to say, well, okay. Back to the jackhammer. Ah! <laughs> screaming no it's good tea it's good tea but i i know reese and like we 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 like we've texted so yeah i like i fully even if i didn't know the girl i would have reached out because yeah. i when i got my degree in theater they taught a lot of professionalism in business mm. and understanding networking and connection and understanding that your community is always smaller than you think it is so like I would never want to do something that's going to come back to somebody in a way of disrespect. Yeah. Um, in a way that seems like, why didn't they just ask me if that was okay? You right. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like it takes two seconds to message somebody. Yeah. It's like what we were saying, like when it comes to like just owning up to a mistake we may or may not have made, it's just easier to be like, all right, my bad. Yeah. So sorry. hundred percent. Move on. You know, it's just, easier yeah now there's girls who've done that like they've not taken responsibility and like over the years i've seen like it's crazy when girls steal girls numbers like tea Mm. like that like someone's like idea of like a product or something yeah you know their similarities yes but a whole number not forgivable that to me is not forgivable yeah and it's just like there's so much out there so for much. you to choose from like just choose the that. moment i see a girl do something i'm like fuck i wish i thought of it first and i go it's not available to me anymore that's hers yep i was the same way i've had a number of mine stolen before too and i was like <gasps> i feel like that's a rite of passage oh that's when you know you're kind oh and this is my first time ever speaking about it. i'm not even gonna say it was because it's so long ago and i, I don't remember, remember the person's name that stole mine oh hi <gasps> but it was like it's like a little sting, but it's also like, hmm, 
Hmm? It's like, you oh like my God, you, you liked saw, it huh? so much. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Faves. Thank, Thank you so much. You. But if you do it again, cease and desist. Genuinely. Like, the minute... Ugh, I just... I remember the first time it was someone who was also a bearded girl. And when I was first starting in drag, like my social media was, it was back then when Instagram, like some people really like their Instagrams were just like, people were seeing that mm. shit. Like people were showing me on their, like, I don't know what it's called now, but like kind of like the explore page. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. And like people would say like, Oh, I saw you on the explore page. Oh no. And so like people would see Ooh. my in and out of drag stuff they would see my stories and like i remember this one bearded girl we were both following each other and i performed a number and a couple days later in her story i was seeing she was performing the exact same number and i couldn't see the full number because it was only clips of it but i was like that's the same and i just performed that a few days ago Mm. i was like i don't feel comfortable and I'm not going to message and be like, Hey, is that my number? Did you blah, blah, blah. Cause you know, unless I have proof, there's no way of knowing. Right. But I felt uncomfortable enough. And if my gut is telling me something, I was like, I'm just going to block this person. Cause mm. I do not want to come out with any more content that they're going to be like, okay, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Exactly. You don't work for them. No, literally. You're not their content creator. A hundred percent. Nor their producer. No, if you can't come up with your own content sucks to be you. But mm. don't take it from other people. Fascinating. Don't. Yeah. I, I. My thing is I'm just like, okay, well, people are going to notice and you're going to end up carrying the burden of being the sloppy second diva. And we yes. love sloppy seconds, but not in that way. But in their circles, you'll be the sloppy second diva. And that's what I don't mm. like. Yeah. I don't. My biggest thing in life, in and out of drag, is I don't want to be like other people. Hot. I hate that. I think, to me, like, I do love like a good matching moment with a co-host yes. or like any of those things like that. But I, I live for individuality and originality. Mm-hmm. Like that is also why I stay with the beard. That's why I do the things I do. Like mm-hmm. I have double piercings out of drag. So I use two hoops. I was like double hoops. Genius. Why not? That's so common. You know? And I don't see girls Genius. with double hoops. Yeah. I tell girls who have multiple piercings, like do a double hoop. And they're like, I never even thought to do that. I'm like, yeah, you have two piercings. Pioneer. No, I would do triple, but the third one's like a bitch to get in. So. Got you. Okay. And it's also like, it eventually gets like so clanky. It's just annoying. Heavy, yeah. But I live for originality and yeah, there's things you're inspired by. There's things you want to mm. replicate in some capacity, yep, yep. but be your own person. Yeah. I'm, I'm very big on that. I'm like, I, I feel like people that are authentic have always been that way. Mm-hmm. And as they grow, they find themselves leaning more into that and they know how to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just kind of for some people and it just kind of fucking isn't. I'm the same way. If I find something that I'm inspired by, I try my hardest to be like, let's stay inspired by it and not replicate yes. it. Yes. Not because I want to replicate it, but I don't, I, I know I'm capable of coming up with something on my own while still being inspired mm-hmm. by it this external thing i think the best way to do that is to see what you're inspired by and then go what about this Mm. is gagging me what about this is inspiring me and then it's like oh the the change in color of this thing or the way the sound went from this to this that fluid motion or literally just the way those two 
patterns look together like mm. and then you go okay so then i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do like a mixed pattern moment but not those exact mixed patterns yeah like try to pick the things and that's how you keep from doing the exact same thing yeah and it it's a tr it's a tricky one when you're inspired mm -hmm. by something and you want to like do something similar it's tricky but but when you say it, it it honestly makes so much more sense when you say it it's like when you have a conversation behind it you're inspired by it you know you're not you know you're copying something when there's no conversation behind mm -hmm. it it's just copy and, and paste. paste and paste you know no literally just drag the mouse click fascinating what were you inspired by when it came to creating Frida so I grew up with mostly women in my life mm -hmm. and my mom at one point was a single mom and she was always hardworking. So I was Frida's inspired by strong women. I love a strong, independent woman. Like my mom is married now, but she's still a strong, independent woman. And like yeah. when she's not, it's it's like the most heartbreaking moment because you're like, mommy, no, like you gotta be tougher. No, yeah. You know, you're you like, have to ah. be superhuman. Yeah. But I also understand like you're not superhuman. And like she's also taught me that too. Real. Like she's had her breakdowns and she was the reason I got into therapy. Like my mom was like, let's do therapy. Mm. Whenever I'm sad and I'm a like a normally sad person, like just existing, like I just look sad, but I'm not always sad. Yeah she'll be like oh are you getting back into therapy like and most people oh, don't have a parent that will ask that yeah push for therapy and my mom will be like okay you're about like you're doing a lot make sure you breathe make sure you know you're gonna have a breakdown if you don't like and so being strong but also being vulnerable at the same time yep. inspired frida a lot and like when i first started doing makeup was because of theater because we had to learn how to do makeup because yeah when you get cast for a show, you don't always have a makeup artist on deck and you have to be able to do your own. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I want to work on this drag persona. And um, Sean Sullivan at, in Adelphi, he made an independent study for just me and one other person to work on our drag personas. And the other person was working on their drag king persona and I was working on my drag queen persona. Mm. And at first I could not block my brows for shit. Like it was just not happening. And if I did, like, I can only draw, like, the thickest brow, and it was a glitter brow, oh, it was a different time. Oh, I, I, understand. I and understand. And so I was like, okay, my name would be Frida, like Frida Kahlo, because the brows were so close. And mm -hmm. I kept it the same spelling, F-R-I-D-A. And, but I was like, I'm not going to call myself Frida Kahlo. And I was like, I love a good play on words, and I think I'm funny. <laughs> if I'm not, someone's lying. Um... And I was like, Frida, Frida. It sounds like Frida. And then I started thinking of name, like words. And I was like, mm, 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 Frida, Frida, Frida. And I thought Frida Cox. I was like, oh my God. But I spell it C-O-X, because mm -hmm. that is a name. Yeah, exactly. And there's a bitch on Instagram who won't let me have that handle. Damn it, bitch. She hasn't used her Instagram in years. It's always that. That's always. Always the case. And I report it every time. It'll block it right and I'll unblock it and I'll report. No, literally, please. <laughs> I, no, because I want it. Like I, I've now gotten to a point of performing not just in New York City, like not just Beyond, in New York. Yeah. So I want just Frida Cox. Yeah. So it's just that, and like it came from that, like because I couldn't do brows. Frida came from I couldn't mm. do brows, and then I also really liked Frida Kahlo as a person yeah. because she's very like. I don't care. I have hair. What? And I was like, work. 
and it fits me. And at first I was not a bearded girl, like when Frida Cox was born, born, like mm -hmm. as a, like Baby not even queen. performing. And then I was like, well, I have to keep my beard because I'm an actor and I have Smart. roles that need me in a beard. And I grow facial hair really quickly. I grow hair in general really quickly. Same. But I was like, I can't shave it cons consistently. Like I'm not going to ruin my skin. Yeah. And I kept it and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it a thing. And there's also back to not being like other people. There's not a lot of bearded girls in New York city. There's not a lot of booked bearded girls and there's not a lot of well-performing bearded girls in the world. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to be that. Like, I want to be that. And then I also found about hirsutism or hirsutism. I forget how to pronounce it, but, um, it's where women grow excessive hair and it usually like will be in spots that predominantly men tend to have facial hair. So like facial hair, chest hair, like places that like normally, um, you would assume cis women wouldn't have hair, mm. but also there's trans women that have hair, you know, right. and by staying with my beard and like still being pretty and still being body positivity and like wearing things that you would think I shouldn't wear and looking the way I look, I, I continue to do it so that like anytime those people see me and they're like hating on themselves, like a, a trans girl who's hating on herself cause she has too much facial hair cause she grows too much or a cis woman who grows facial hair and she's like getting it waxed all the time. I want them to see me and be like, okay, but I could look pretty and I can still be feminine and I could still exude what I want to exude and need to exude to exist mm -hmm. without like going through the pain of shaving my face or whatever. Like you don't, if manipulating somehow, yeah, yeah. like you don't have to do that. If it feels right to you, if it feels comfortable, keep it, do it work and i mean that work not like oh no no work, work i use both i use uh -huh. both down uh-huh you'll get a strong w when i mean i'm like work bitch <laughs> but like work t hardly move t work work it just kind of falls out whereas literally work yeah meant that fascinating thank you i like you a lot girl oh thank you yeah thank yeah you. yeah i'm very happy you're here same real. i was gagged when you asked because like i've heard of your podcast and i've seen some girls on here and i was like i want to get up on that but i also Aww. like i'm not someone who's gonna be like begging anyone for anything and i'm I, the same way i was like if the stars align if the cars cross the Aww. street then let it be and then when you came up to me and you're like, I would love, I've seen you before. First, I was gagged. Anytime anyone's like, I've seen you before, I'm like, where? I'm like, what was I doing? And yeah. you saying the Miley tribute night, Ugh. I was even more gagged because that night, like I said, when we were talking before, like I wasn't meant to be on the lineup at first. Mm. And then I was added last minute and I instantly knew I was going to do Zombie, her cover of Zombie. Genius. It was you mostly because genius. I had a friend pass away who I graduated really? with and our class song was zombie, but no, the original, right, the cranberries. Yeah. Yeah. And ever since Miley Cyrus released that specific album oh. and she did the cover, it was always on repeat. But once yeah. my friend passed away, Samantha Coleman is her name. I was like, I want to perform this so badly. And when she said a Miley, Miley tribute night, I said, I'm doing that whether people care or not, because it was a very punk song and Miley, to me is exudes pop uh, yeah you know so like her energy is punk mm -hmm. but like 
people really party with pop, you know? Yeah. And I normally try to like, you know, keep the party going with the energy. So like, I'll do something that's going to make people party. But I was like, I'm doing this number, whether people live for it or not. Yep. And I remember being overwhelmed with emotion during that number because people were screaming the Girl. lyrics before it started actually saying the lyrics. And I was gagged at how yeah. up the club went for that number up. I was gagged. We love everybody. All the other lovely performers were fucking amazing <sighs> legendary that night. But baby, I was gagged. And like, we talked about like giving people compliments. Like we won't give compliments if, if we don't mean them. Yeah. So when I give them, it's because I want you to know that it is so fucking authentic. Like that, whatever place it's called, $9 bill basement, whatever the fuck that place is, the adjacent basement to $3 bill. Now, everyone in there went the I was gagged up it and I like I turned to my friends we all sang to each other we we're like everybody here needed that however it was okay the energy changed the energy changed and I think were you the closing no the I wasn't I you, wasn't you were like the last I was the close to the end or something yeah 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 man like it honestly kind of felt like the night just started like after you performed, it was I crazy. was like, "Holy shit!" Like, let's get another batch of girls and let's continue because she fully just like kicked off a whole other fucking. It's night. just that energy of punk. Oh yeah, and that's like that's also part of Frida, like punk, like not wanting to be like others, like mm. wanting to like just literally, and also with drag, like sometimes you have to do a number because you want to. Like, exactly. stop doing numbers only for the crowd. Like, right. if you are doing numbers only for a crowd, you're gonna hate it. Yeah. So like. Doing that number, I was like, I'm not dancing, so that's T. Two, I'm also just existing oh and like God. living. And when the crowd gave me that energy back, it's just and you know, like when the crowd gives you energy back, it just takes you to another place. Oh yeah, it's like a hit of poppers, atmospheric douche of the Genu <laughs> <laughs> genuinely like. It was the moment the song starts. Miley, like the track, she hasn't even begun singing yet. Mm -hmm. Everyone is like, oh, no fucking way is this bitch about to do this. And you carried that energy throughout the song. And if anything, it just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And like, like I said, it just felt like everyone there that came needed that. They needed to scream that mm. song, whether whatever their reasoning was. Whatever. Like it, and, and the things is that you also just performed it perfectly. No Thank fucking you. notes. Not that I'm some type of fucking authority or judge of drag, oh, but I like, you were. it's not just like, oh, the song is fierce, but the performer is all right. No, y'all were right there with the song and your energy. Like, thank it you. It was phenomenal. One of my favorite like performances ever in nightlife. I, I if I could relive that, I wish I had a full video because the lighting also hit perfectly. Because oh, yeah. I saw some girl posted a video of me, a clip of me, and then said it said like in font like drag is life or something like that and i have that video when i reshared it mm. saved in my favorites because yeah. just that clip of me on that stage with red lighting behind me and me in my orange bob Ugh. and like my pleather pants and my like corset i just like i was like that's performance like that yes. to me was like i was living my life and i remember seeing faces and like I don't think enough people talk about like while you're performing what it's like. I remember while I'm performing seeing people be like, oh my God. Uh, and I was like, ah! in my head, I was like, y'all gagging for me. Like y'all living for me. Mm -hmm. And like the, that eye connection when you connect with someone in the audience and you're just like, 
and you just connect. Yeah. And that song really like is a good one because it's about keep fighting. Like it's about yes. keep going. Like yeah. it's still war, baby. Like yeah. it's still war. And I was just like, oh, it just made it even better. And I felt like my friend was like in that moment, like I felt like her spirit was there with it too. And yeah. I was just like, I literally right before the song started, I said, this is for you, Sammy. And I was like, oh, it was everything. I love that night so much, which made Missy even better because I was like, I'm going to keep doing what I want to do. That's going to make me feel good about a number. Yeah. You're fucking everything, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Like, you, like, you know what you're doing and you just do it with so much fucking taste. And That's important. But you also know to also like not take it that deep that's also what i get from it and i love that i hate people that are so serious for no fucking reason i used to be and there are moments where i am but for me it's also once it's more so like you can be serious as hell but the minute you're in the view of an audience member you need to let your drag persona breathe Mm. and let them exist because if you're walking around with a serious energy because like you could be producing a show and like you're, the run of the show is happening. Yeah. Like it's like stressful. It de- we've all been there. Like of it's, course. it's like you want things to flow perfectly, but you gotta be like, ah, it's happening. It's live theater. It's yeah. live performance. Like, and also like if you're falling behind for whatever reason in any capacity, like makeup went askew or outfit falling apart one, that's why I carry multiple outfits. I always have at least one other outfit in a bag there's like three the in my bag, yeah. literally mm-hmm. in the corner. And I have touch up stuff in that bag just in case I was like, ooh, my lips look crazy. You know, things like that. So that way, like you can freak out for a second, but then you're yes. like, okay, I have the things to help me. I can like literally the night of Thousand Miss Yellows, I was supposed to wear different pants. Mm. I had different pants that I was gonna wear, but I told Lanye to bring her other pants that she had just in case. Gotcha. And I went to put them on, and they were cunt. They were like dual tone camo, like two different camos. Cute. It was cute. And when I went to zip it up, popped. The zipper popped. And I said, so I'm skinny. <laughs> and then I took on Longy's pants, and they fit perfectly. They worked mm. well. And I knew I was going to wa- rock my Tims because I was like, it's Missy. Absolutely. I got to be Perfect. a hood bitch. I have to be a hood bitch. Perfect. And so I was rocking my Tims, the camo, and the shirt. And I was just like living my fantasy. And I was like, I can't, I can't stress. Like the moment my pants broke, I wasn't freaking out in the back. I was like, okay, next pants. Let's move on. Let's move on. You always have a backup of anything. You need to. A backup of a backup. That's like the producer in me. Like I will have a backup of everything. Like this episode is being recorded audio and video off of two different means of audio. God Mm -hmm. forbid something happens to either. Like covered. You never fucking no sometimes the universe likes to throw a ball and you can't catch it oh and you have to be ready you have to be ready yeah and then if not say something happens and you fumble like i'm now learning the really the idea of like okay show must go on that that is i know so many performers and people in general but like specifically to performance like that something will happen and they just like crush they're cracked yeah and i'm like girl even if you just face planted which i know you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) but you went you went right into it you kept going 
Oh, you is, kept going. And if anything, I was like, let me give you an extra kick. And when I get up, it's not going to be sloppy. It's going to be kind in this eight count that I'm about to you, hit. You, you did that split, but you over moved on your balance and you hit the floor, but you went into a little body roll moment. Yeah. And that's what you do. That, Show must go on. And I know that this next to. count I hit, I'm going to hit harder. Mm-hmm. Show must go it on. It has to. Show must go on. Because the audience, whether we're talking about an actual audience or your coworkers, the people outside of you, don't know what's being planned up here. Use that to your fucking advantage. 100%. You know? 100%. And I just... If I, the wig starts to fall, take it off. Take it off. Take it off. You know how many times I've done that and they think that's intentional? And then, like, they're gagged? And I'm like... Exactly. Especially, like, being a professional you are, you plan it out the time of the song. I'm gonna hold on to it for a second till this chorus mm-hmm. hits. Chorus. Wig is off. Yeah. I planned this. Y- you don't know. You never... Ever know. Also, someone could be looking away at that moment and they missed the mistake. That part too. They they don't know. And it's also like it goes into like when the music gets cut or like sometimes you have DJs who play sound on top of your music. Yes. And I always tell a DJ, do not play sound effects um, with my music. I told a DJ once and he was like, you don't like that? And I said, no, no. I don't. Did I rehearse that sound that you put <laughs> no, on top? But literally also when you do mixes like it fucks up the timing of your flow and like let's be real some mixes we don't all know them in our blood so like you really need to hear it you're like i need to hear that yes so like i'll tell people and like sometimes you know the track will stop or sometimes the dj will do something you're like i don't recall practicing that but you have to keep moving and like it's happened so many times where like the music will stop or the whatever will cut out and I'll just freeze. Mm. Or I'll take a moment and I'll, I'll walk. I'll be like, but I won't like make a scene. I won't do no. anything of like that. No. Because the moment you do that, the moment you lose, like have, you're still supposed to have fun. Make it a moment, like joke about it. Yes, exactly. Joke about it. Joke about it. Exactly. Because then people are going to be like, hmm, okay, she's funny. Like we're, we're yeah. gravitating towards her because she's a great performer, but it's like, oh, she knows how to keep the spirits up. That's mm-hmm. just what matters. Keep us in the fucking moment, however yeah. you can. Show must go on, girl. I, I don't know. Like, I've had coworkers and stuff like that before, especially, like, back in my radio days where, like, something would happen, like, we wouldn't get this, in for this like, audio over to a segment in time and people would just be losing their minds. And I'm like, okay, well, next segment. Like, yeah. What is Come just, back to it. Exactly. Come back to it. Exactly. What is running around with our faces crack going to do? We're just going to stay cracked? No. No. I'd like to put myself Lotion together. And keep going. Exactly. Exactly. Girl. <laughs> I hope I'm not holding you up from your gigs. Oh, I no. You're, you're, talk to you're, you for days. you're totally fine. My gig is not until I have to be there at 530 in the West Village. So they booked out a popular bar. I'm not going to say just like, I don't know if it's supposed to be private or not. I don't know. Gotcha. But um, they booked out like a popular gay bar. And I'm actually, I found out that the DJ they have is DJ Two-Face. So I'm kind of uh, excited because I've never worked with DJ Two-Face. I think really? I never have. If I did, it was once. But I've partied when DJ Two-Face has DJed. Oh, and is it a and party? And DJ Two-Face knows how to work. Like, Damn. knows how to work. Please tell me I said I. So I'm excited because... I, I just know it's going to be good. Like, yeah. I know if there's any mishaps, it's going to be covered. Yeah. I know that, like, any audio, they're going to cover it. Like, I'm very excited. And also, they the money already sent for this gig. 
period. So even better. You just I don't have to up. worry about a check. I don't have to worry about collecting my coin. But they're also making sure to have tips to give me. Genius. And like they have the run of the show already done. I was like, this is professional. Gorgeous. And I live for professionalism. Like I, I, the moment they were like, oh, let's have a meeting to talk about how the flow is going to go. I said, yes, please. Love, love a meeting. Because I can do it. I can put the flow of a show together. I can time myself out. But if everything's timed out for me, I feel even more respected because you're exactly. taking me seriously. You're taking this moment seriously. You're taking it that like it shouldn't be just like done on a whim, you know? And I love that. Beautifully said. Exactly. Mm. Girl, tell him I said hi. He was on like one of my first few episodes of the I saw. show. I love DJ Two-Face. I saw. Damn. You both, you both need to do more things together. Now I'm like, wait. Well, I'm hoping like when like we work together, like I can that'll open up the conversation. Yeah, completely. Yeah. No, because I've seen DJ Two Face work, and I like even out of drag, like DJ Two Face knows how to turn the tables down, and is so sweet. So sweet. Good time. Mm-hmm. Not a nasty girl. Oh, I've. I remember when he was on here. He talked about, you know, even if you're not giving money to the DJ. Like, say thank you. Yeah. Say, like, I had a great time. The first time I partied and it was DJ Two-Face, I knew of him and I knew him. So I went up to him and I was, like, carried. So much fun. Like, Aww. oh, my God. Or, like, I'll do, like, when I go out, because we both like to go out dancing. When I go out dancing, if the DJ, I start to hear a track coming uh-huh. in, I turn, I, I turn and, and I go, yes. Yes, I'm the same way. Literally. Yeah. No, but literally, I go, because I know. And, I'm like, that that's girl. the girls who listen. Oh, that's Because when you hear the, you go, is that? Uh-huh. Is that Summer Renaissance? Right. Right. And you're like, oh. Uh-huh. I hear the sample, and it's not the original. It's not Donna. I'm T. like, it, it's sped up a little. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's Summer Renaissance. Uh-huh. The girls yeah. don't get it. No, she literally. Really do get it. So I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. And they literally, like... I it's drag bingo and those who do drag know how great drag bingo is it's just like you get to just crack jokes sit sit yeah do one to three numbers and you're done out you're done beautiful most of the work is the bingo literally I need to go one time (laughs) this sounds fun I've never been a drag bingo, which is kind of sad. Oh, I want a more regular drag bingo. Like, this is just for the private event. There should be, like, drag bingo should be more of a thing. Here there the are city. more, there are some. I know that I um, they do it at Fresco's, Grand Cantina. Got you, okay. They do drag bingo um, at, I think, Queen in Astoria. I think they do drag bingo. Fascinating, yeah, I heard that one. Um, okay, I need to do that. I don't, I don't think... I don't I think the Rosemont like does that. drag bingo because I just feel like it's not the capacity that for it. That would be kind of hot. It would be so funny. It would be the most Rosemonty drag Like you walk bingo. into the Rosie and then you're just like, B42. Yeah, they're like, here's your what? card. Here's your... Right. Honestly. I'd be like, what? I would kind of live. Kind of live. It would be so like gutter butt RV. I live. Cunt. I'd got to be here for it. Yeah. I don't know what you... It'd be different. Get. It'd be different because... It would. It would have to be in that sweet spot of time where people are not too lit. Yes. You know? Absolutely. It's like a pregame. Yeah. Pre-game drag bingo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They could even have it like in the back patio. Mm-hmm. And everything. Not not late, though, because the Rosemont during the hours of like 1 to 2.30, lethal. Mm. 
lethal. Mm-hmm. Good times though. Lethal for <laughs> bingo. Great time for everything else. Lethal for bingo. Oh yeah. And the bathroom line. Oh my god, that brat. That bathroom line. See, I don't. I don't party at the Rosemont too often, just because I don't always feel that I'm wanted. Mm. And if I don't feel completely comfortable, I don't stay at a place. I have felt. no reason. I'm not gonna hold myself hostage. Yeah. Felt. So let me just adjust because this is a lot of body. Um, but mm, good girl. But um, I remember like going there, and that line. If you had to go. You were literally shit out of luck. Yeah. Because that line could be so fucking long. And really, it's just girls in there taking pictures with their friends. Mm-hmm. Or doing something that I can't talk about. Doing things with their friends. Doing things Which with their friends. Literally and then taking so pictures like, of it. Yeah. Or with it. Or during it. Or on it. Or mm, or in it. Yeah. That does happen in the background. That does. That does. Too. And I'm like, please, let someone go. Like, I just have to pee. So badly. I just don't like the divas that will, like, when you see, this is, goes for anywhere in public, too. Like, if the bathroom door's closed, that means there's somebody in it. 99.9% oh, like of the time, yes. Oh. Oh, my God. I, like, I'm so happy I have amazing balance on both legs because I donkey kick to the back door every single fucking time I'm in the Rosemont I'm peeing because I'm like, there's somebody in here. You have like, one leg up while you're peeing? Down. Oh, I wasn't joking That's about that gag. sex joke we made earlier. Is I kind of live. <laughs> you no. just like lit up. Oh my God. No, because like, that's kind. Yeah. I'm also like imagining the full image. Oh, I'm just down. Like, like, just like leg up, just oh like, yeah, full like donkey kick to the back. My like wow. year and a half of taekwondo really taught me that, like roundhouse kick to the back wall. Okay, peeing. but who really finishes taekwondo? Let's talk about that. Because how many times have I done it? So many times. You know what? No one really finishes it, and those who do are black belts. Oh, wow, they're like legit. Yeah, you either do it or you don't. No, you know how many times I was a white belt? Because mm. I moved a lot, and then. Like I moved, I lived in New York you? City, but I moved a lot. And then my dad is a military, he, he was an army guy. Oh. So like he moved a lot and I would join Taekwondo when I was like, when I would spend the summers with him. So then if he moved, I couldn't. And I never even got my gi, like the whole outfit mm. because it would always end up, he would end up moving. Fascinating. So I would be a white belt so many times. See, how old are you when you did it? Like a kid. A kid, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, when I was doing it, when I was a kid, my parents were just finding a way to keep me active because I didn't want to do sports. I'm like, man, if I had the money to do that shit now, I would be there. Like, I do boxing now. But I'm like, shit, I would love to take it now. Seriously? But, I'm like, but now I'm like, oh, I remember some of the drills. I'm like, the drills are, no patience. are nasty. Just, the drills. Huh, huh, huh. Like, oh, I don't got the patience. Yeah, the drills are nasty and as an adult you're like why are we still doing this but as a kid you're like oh okay but as an adult you're like okay t tell me exactly why and i will do it some context yeah exactly but like i i did so much as a kid that like i didn't need entertainment mm -hmm. my dad just like got me into it because like i like started working out at like 12 hot so like i like i'm on and off with the gym love hate relationship with the gym but, like, I was taught how to properly, like, lift the weight and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, my dad would be in charge of PT sometimes. So, like, Aww. he was really, like, like knew what he was talking about. Yeah. 
And like, so like I learned how to like the full extension of a muscle, like to the, and yes. like learning to accept, like if you got to go down a weight, you go down a weight, you know? And form over. Oh my gosh. Form. What, did, what did we turn into like a Joe Rogan ah! moment? Whoa. But no, what a yeah. Pussy Joe Rogan. And honestly, pussy yeah. Rogan. Pussy Rogan. Pussy Rogan. Mm. Something like that. But no, <laughs> literally like form over that. Yeah, I've no. been sore all week and I've been like consciously going lighter with everything. Do it. If and your body needs it, your body needs it. Yeah. Because you would regret it when you work out so too hard to the oh, point that you yeah, can't work girl. out. Oh, have I been? And I've had that. Oh, oh, girl. Oh, yeah. One time in college. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was trained by one of the, uh, I think it was D1. The one right before the college level Got you, yeah. of football. Because mm-hmm. it was University at Buffalo. And they have their team. Mm-hmm. And the Bulls. And my friend was like, oh, let's work out with my friend. He works, he does the football team. And I was like, okay. And he was having my friend do lesser stuff. And then for me, he was having me do exactly what he does. And I was like, I can't do that. So I literally couldn't walk for like a week. I was in bed. I was like, ah, ah. Yeah, it's bad when you're laying down and you're still sore. I'm like, Mm -hmm. shouldn't I be relaxed at this moment? It was bad. Yeah. I said, never again. I said, he tried it. That was homophobia, honestly. (laughs) I think he knew. He was like, I'm going to apply this hate crime to your (gasps) muscles and to your joints, actually. Make them hurt me. Wow. Very, like, psychological Mm. warfare-esque. But no, if you ever need a fun place to exert that type of energy, I do go to, like, this queer-owned boxing gym. Oh, that's fun. That's fucking fierce. The owner is legendary. It's an amazing, beautiful safe space Where for is us this? it's in um williamsburg right off the Lorimer l haven boxing okay. it's excellent and like i just did like a functional class there and i'm literally still sore from that now and you get all the reasoning behind why you're doing this why am i why am i rotating this way when rowing you know see that makes sense oh teach it makes so much sense and i leave and i'm being like Oh, I understand like what the fuck my body does. And I understand that it's a machine. It's not just something that I'm trying to enhance every piece of to, for it. And to you be can share that knowledge with others because you now know exactly like someone's like, why are you doing that? You're like, I don't know. That's the worst. Exactly. When someone goes, Oh, why are you doing that? You're like, well, actually like this helps this. Yes. Information, Intel, Important. education, mm. crazy education, concept. connection, get connected com, for free. Yeah. For free. <laughs> my kind of girl thank you so much for coming no i problem. i really do love you you are a therapist you are a sex expert you are an not expert performer. but i would like to say i understand it sounds like you understand <laughs> just all that you need maybe to understand. Just, <laughs> thank you for coming for real thank you like i've already like stand you seeing light but then like talking i'm like oh i fucking love this bitch truly thank you come anytime you would like i'm totally down maybe next time i'll be out of drag so i could just be comfy oh yeah but no and also worries. the gag gag your viewers because they'll be like exactly that's they'll not like, frida they'll be like oh a new guest and they're like what's frida again mm-hmm. works with me yeah i'm down honestly thank you so much i can't wait to press stop on this and then we can keep on talking yeah thank you i love you babe thank you so I much let the girls know where to find you? I don't know when this Which is camera airing. do I look into? Camera one right there. Camera baby. one. Yes. Hello, hello. Um, as you've been hearing me ramble, um, you will not get to watch me wobble. 
Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Frida Cox and Y. You can also find me on Venmo, Cash App, and PayPal because I'm broke. Um, and it's Pride Month and my birthday month. Um, you can find me at Frida Coins. So free those coins into my Venmo, Cash App, and PayPal. Um, and you can also find me every Sunday at 1230 and 3 at Toro Loco for Las Borachas Brunch with Jessica Rose. Um, yeah, and maybe in some newspaper or something because I will be on New York Live, actually. I just Period. got a news interview done with Jessica for our brunch she for Pride. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you better. No. Do you know when that's going to be out? No clue. But it's for Pride, so Hi, it should okay. be coming up soon. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. We'll share and everything. Yeah, thank you. Girl, thanks for coming. Thank you. I love you. You are a sister. Thank you. Immediately. Love you. Y'all, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bitch, you're fucking fun. Thank, thank you. you. 